we're back. <laughs> I think you're too far away from your microphone. I know, I know. Episode eight. Yes. Ant-Man. <laughs> so this is a special episode because I'm sick. Yeah. And it's in a different room. It's I don't know. So it's special. special. <laughs> Since Very our last special. Marvel episode. Now, things have changed a little bit in the Marvel Universe since then. Very little. But I would like to discuss with you the changes. because Do tell. Do tell. Daredevil, I watched the entire thing now. Oh. And it came out five days ago, I think, mm. or last week. And oh, it's probably my favorite Marvel thing. Nice. I just want to say, mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. D'Onofrio is like the best bad guy in a thing ever. <laughs> nice. Nice. Good, good. Have you watched any of it yet? I haven't. Um, I'm currently finishing another series on Netflix, which is nine seasons long. <laughs> but I'm, I'm close to finishing. Have you watched um, any of Agent Carter or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I still haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Carter, I love. That's actually, that was my second thing. Yeah. Was Agent Carter was very good. Um, I loved. They, re, they re-upped her for, for a new season. Oh, so, good. Yeah. I was worried that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, no, she was great. Yeah, because that show, I was like, oh, it's really good for eight episodes. And then Daredevil, I was like, whoa, that's yeah. what, because for a show, it's, it's so perfect. I know that, and I know that they got some more lined up, like, um, so they AKA jo- Jessica, Jessica Jones. Dr- Jones. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah, um, good joke. <laughs> um, and then there's Iron Fist, I think, is coming out. Luke Luke Cage, Luke Cage. I think, is the no- the other one, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the brawler right. Marvel guy. Right. But they're all set in some sort of timeline that is supposed to be leading up to the third Avengers installment, third and fourth. So, oh, is that so? So Daredevil and stuff, that's like phase three of Marvel? Yeah, I, th- I think this is starting phase three. It's actually interesting because we're talking about Ant-Man today. We are. And this is the last of phase two. So should we get into talking the trail right now? Let's talk trails. Let's, let's talk trails. Ready. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. <laughs> the ultimate secret weapon. You give godlike powers to everyone, it's going to be chaos. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. Are you ready to become me? You want to show me how to punch? Show me how to punch. I just love that she cold (laughs) cocks on the face. Did you think you could stop the future? You're just a thief! No. I'm Ant-Man. I know. It wasn't my idea. Now, do you know the, the history of the movie, Ant-Man? Like making the movie? Yeah, like Edgar Wright pitched this movie in 2003. Oh, and then he ended up going a separate way, like halfway through the movie. He's been, yeah, he's been working on it. Like he pitched it, and then he wrote a draft. He filmed the whole like test reel. Right. And then halfway through, yeah, they kind of gave up. So now directing it, it's Peyton Reed, of mm. which, of course, why wouldn't you bring in the director of Bring It On for an Ant movie? That would be Ant-Man my second movie. choice. Yeah. But actually, I, I kind of like this. This guy, from reading this, he hasn't directed many movies, Bring It On and Yes Man, but he directed like all these comedy shows, like the Weird Al show and Mr. Show and UCB and stuff. That's really bizarre. And so I, I kind of like that. Right, right, right. So you know how every comic book movie, it's like written by yeah. blah, 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 based on, but so this is based on comics by, you know, Stan Lee, blah, Jack blah, blah. Kirby, blah, blah, blah. The story by Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. They were the team that wrote it in the first place. And mm-hmm. Joe Cornish wrote, like, Attack the Block. And he wrote Tintin mm-hmm. with Edgar Wright. And, mm-hmm. like, the, I love both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the screenplay is by Paul Rudd and Adam McKay. 
<laughs> so, I mean, they're still sticking with the comedy people with Paul Rudd yeah. and Adam McKay. So, yeah. I mean, it should still be funny, but I don't like that it switched from Edgar Wright's vision the almost entire time. And then now it's something completely different. Right. You know, that makes me a little nervous. Right. But uh, I don't know. It still looks it interesting. It looks pretty marvelly, though, from mm-hmm. from the trailer. So I'm not. When I heard that, I got a little like, eh, I don't know about this, but seeing the trailer uh, oh yeah i was like yeah no it looks it looks like it belongs in the universe and like you were saying the the costuming and stuff like they're they are just doing such a kick-ass job at not making them look like neon superhero out of this world costumes there i mean oh yeah they all look like spacesuits but that's pretty great <laughs> daredevil suits pretty amazing yeah. so this one is paul rudd and michael douglas <laughs> and then yeah that guy from the strain isn't it Corey stole he's like the yellow jacket uh. john slattery is comes in as howard stark in this one mm. who i guess he was in this iron man 2 as howard stark yeah. I, I don't even remember iron man it too. was like a flashback with like a plot leading up to it he had like a model set of like a city and he was explaining oh okay some sort of stuff but i, 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 I like the actor i'd yeah, love to like he's to see great him. yeah and uh agent carter's in it and mm. and then like ti i put down i always put down <laughs> interesting ones from the list um i put down judy greer because i think yeah. she's been in three of the ones we've done so far and she's oh. in like everything really she's she's great she's on archer but uh and apparently okay. Sean Bean, Pierce Brosnan, and Gary Oldman were considered for Michael Douglas's role, which are all awesome picks, yeah. but any of those would have been awesome. Like, yeah. Sean Bean, I like that he gets a shout-out no matter what. I need to start, uh, for the first time ever, we have a sub-podcast inside of our podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the Chastcast, where oh. uh, we talk about Jessica Chastain news. <laughs> um, so apparently she turned down the lead female role due to scheduling conflicts. No kidding. And that's been the chess cast. Wow. Uh, now back to Ant Man. <laughs> I'm gonna try and interrupt. Your favorite, right? Oh yes, yes, yes okay. Yes. So that's... I'm gonna interrupt anytime there's any sort of news on anything about it's Jessica totally Chastain, even not related to the movie. This one happens to be, but it might in the future that just be like. That worked really well. That was a good intro to the chess cast. Chess cast. And now just expect it from now on. <laughs> When Edgar Wright was working on this, he said he asked Marvel not to use Ant-Man or Wasp elsewhere, which is why they weren't in Avengers, I guess. Wow. A- apparently, like, he really wanted them to get their own movie so that people understood him, like, oh, this is hilarious. Right. And then later integrate them, or no? Yeah, l- apparently it's everything's going to get later yeah, integrated, I would think. With, yeah. the, with the story, the way that they're going with it, it should be, it's going to be nice. <laughs> I know. Plus, Ant Man and Wasp are like original Avengers and stuff. Like, I've yeah. only watched a few. I watched like an Avengers cartoon thingy, mm-hmm. and uh, that it was like Ant Man, and then the ones from the movie. And I was like, oh, okay, right. I, I, it's basically the same ones. It's pretty close, yeah. For a first time ever, Marvel filmed the movie in a different aspect ratio to like kind of represent the character size. It's hard. To, it's so hard to explain, but the ratio is different so that it's like a smaller. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's very that big attention to detail. Though on IMDb, it said one person found that interesting. interesting. So maybe <laughs> maybe it's not as interesting as I think it is because I didn't vote for it, but I would have been number two. I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of strange. You I know, mean, that yeah. doesn't happen much. Coming from you, got to respect the artist and and how deeply they think into this stuff. It's craft, craft. Okay, so I believe we have a game of some sort. We do. do. We, not? we do. I'm hijacking the quiz portion, and uh, I get to ask you. 
Yes, as promised in episode six, Magic Mike. <laughs> I will now take a quiz with a twenty-five second time limit. You should really get like um like a like a little intro for. I need a lot of music for this. Yeah, and maybe one day. But no, I have a great quiz for you. Okay, and I also would like to point out that none of the sound effects have been changed. So whatever sound effect plays at the end of this. You know, it's Fast and the Furious, really. I think it's pretty great. Um, Don't start the clock yet. I just want to explain. So this quiz has to do with the fact that I can't stand Ant-Man's name. Um, (laughs) So uh, we're going to talk about other superheroes and their stupid names. So I'm going to describe a superhero's personality trait. Do you want to hear what I thought? It was? What? Okay, here's what I was thinking okay. last night. Here's what her game's going to be. Insect superheroes. No. And so I was like, okay, I got Spider-Man. <laughs> I got Black Widow. These are <laughs> Those not... Those aren't insects either. They're arachnids. But... I will help you out this far. Uh-huh. These are not... Re- as as far as I know, these are not real superheroes. These are superheroes <laughs> that I've made up and named. Oh, no. And you're going to need to guess the name based on the traits that okay, I Okay, I, li- I like this. Okay, so you can start the clock at 25 seconds. Ready? Okay. Go. Okay, the superhero that uses the power of photosynthesis. Um, Plant Man. Good. The guy who really loves buying a new pair of slacks. Grant Man? No. <laughs> the superhero that doesn't have much faith in himself. Me, man? No. <laughs> the guy who pumps up the home team at the football game. Cheerleader Man. No. Goddamn. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I do not understand so this game. They... Okay. You got Were the they first... all rhyming with Ant-Man yes. in some way? I figured as much, but I was like, I cannot think of these words. You're what... an asshole. <laughs> what was the Gene one? Okay, so... um. So you got the first one right. Okay. Second one is the guy who really loves buying a new pair of slacks is Pant Man. Pant Man, oh, <laughs> slacks. Ugh. The superhero that doesn't have much faith in himself is Cant Man. The guy who pumps up the home team at the football game is Chant Man. <laughs> Cheerleader Man. <laughs> Cheerleader Man. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then the two I didn't get to ask was uh, the first one is the superhero who won't shut up about things that make him angry. Rent Man. Good. And the guy who is secretly your father's sister. The the man who is secretly that makes no sense. So Ant Man, that's <laughs> so dumb. Yes. <laughs> okay, I get you. I get you. That, that was a good game. I, I give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. I I don't know how to do it, but someone does. <laughs> uh, I see. I do bad at games too. That's and I'm good. Free to to know. Next time, I'm gonna give you the worst. It's game hard, ever. right? It is hard. It is. It's- okay, so we're going to review. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So we're going to get into the time machine. Uh, It's going to shrink really small. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go into the future. And then it's going to get big again. The shrinking is a new attribute that you've added? Yeah, just for this week. That's nice. Yeah, so there might be some side effects. (laughs) It's theme related. Side effects. Here we go. Yeah. And we're back. Hi. Oh, you were expecting that? No. I was hoping I caught you off guard. I sort of, but I react quickly. Okay. <laughs> what initial impressions? Initial impressions. It's a Marvel movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. It was about two hours long. Yes. <laughs> there was a post credit scene. <laughs> no, what I mean is, um, it was a Marvel movie in the aspect that it can be read on a lot of different levels. 
there's something in it for the fans of the comic books there's something in it for the fans of the movies and and the universe that they've created in the movies and then there's something in it for somebody who's walking in completely blind um so you can look at it kind of those different ways uh lots of action paul rudd's hilarious his comedic timing like i thought was perfect spot on i i liked that this was more even more comedy i thought than guardians of galaxy Mm. and that was like comedy action adventure thing and this one was even more i i felt so do you think they relied on it too much you Mm. mean yes and no i i think the plot was a little iffy but i think that was with guardians too if you really followed the plot some of it kind of didn't make too much sense and you're like ah, whatever i'll I'll sit and watch it because it's funny and (laughs) there's so much cool stuff happening sometimes characters just cooler than Mm. other stuff you know Mm -hmm. I don't know why did was that a thing that bothered you? That do you think there's too much joking? It is a little bit. I don't know. Um, I think that, yeah, it was funny and I enjoyed it. But um, it, like you said, it was more comedy than all of them. You know, looking back or whatever, and I just yeah, I think maybe it relied a little bit on that too much, without doing too much. Like they would do exposition. And then cut it with a joke and then go back into exposition and cut it with a joke. And then the action scene and cut it with a joke and all that kind of stuff. Which, I mean, that happens in the others, but there's a, I don't know. They they seem to rely on it a lot more to move, keep people interested. But I, I think the Paul Rudd having a run at the script, like his character was fucking amazing. Like, because he's acting a character, he wrote the character. Mm-hmm. And like, I just thought that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me on that I one. Agree. I mean, obviously you said you loved Paul Rudd before. So. I love Paul Rudd. Who'd... Is it like I mean... a me McConaughey situation or like a me chast situation? Like, like McConaughey can do no wrong for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I guess it's a you McConaughey situation. Yeah, but I've never seen those rom-com movies, so maybe oh, that's my thing. Why? I don't know. I just just have know. a girls' night with yourself. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, plot-wise, what'd you think? I think that uh, the Corey Stoll character uh, was really cool, uh, bad guy type um, thing because it seemed more of not even uh that he was a bad guy it seemed at parts like there was a, a strange connection between him and what was scott lang mm-hmm. um and man and uh so even like the parts when they were fighting there there was really good chemistry back and forth between them that seemed like like they were friends yeah and there was something with that that i liked uh also i like that because it was a smaller scale and you know Ant man gets smaller he gets bigger uh, he becomes friends with ants like it's not about the world ending which is the f- i think this is the first marvel movie where yeah. it's not like oh my god everything's gonna die yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like him confronting this guy and while they're fighting like you saw in the trailer that like they're, they're fighting in a small train set and it's not damaging people around them and everything right. it's just like a whole uh, it's a lot light it's very lighthearted. i feel like yeah more yeah more so than any of the other marvel movies because you're right it's always giant huge everything is going to come crashing down if we don't do this specific thing but really this movie was about so they were both essentially they were both trying to steal steal the same technology the technology that was going to fuck up this one surveillance system and everything was gonna they go were to both shit. yeah so who, who, who? the the oh the, okay Corey stole yellow jacket and, yes yellow yeah jacket. yellow jacket and uh ant-man yellow jacket was after it first and it was ant-man's mission to steal it before him and steal it for the good guys kind of thing so i can appreciate that plot but the fact that it was so and it was 
the fact that it was so small scale, like no, <laughs> no pun intended, pun intended. Uh, the fact that it was so small scale and it was just this kind of one piece of tech. I mean, yes, it could have gone out into this bigger catastrophic thing but it was really just the, kind of this one mission and it was those two guys up against each other for the whole movie you kind of got to focus in on them which was good and bad i would argue um yeah i think for me overall this movie um not fell flat but it didn't knock the cover off the ball like some of the more recent marvel movies like every time i feel like for the last three movies i came out of the movie theater like yes this is good like captain america 2 and thor 2 and avengers and guardians of the galaxy i was like yes i can't wait to see like what happens next i can't wait to see these characters again ant-man for me was kind of like treading water <laughs> like so, so you think it was the first one in a while that hasn't like gone up basically yeah. where it, it, oh okay yeah so I, I enjoyed it a lot but i do think that it's such a different feel than the rest that it's not gonna be like that uh like the winter soldier level of crazy yeah. all this stuff's happening and the whole changing to the universe and all that stuff yeah like, i i feel like this movie can't be that which maybe that's why i, I liked it because i kind of knew going in it's just gonna be like a fun adventure oh uh, yeah that's yeah. true I don't know. I I guess what it is for me is I'm used to the, uh, and I think that a lot of audiences out there are used to now the assemblage of of um, a lot of characters all at once. So Guardians is a, a full cast and Avengers is now a full cast. And like even their separate movies, they have, Thor has, you know, the Warriors 3 and Iron Man has all of his you know the iron patriot and blah 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 and captain america has his howling commandos and all that kind of stuff and this was the f kind of the first movie in a while where it was like i mean ant-man has his team built yeah. in but it was really kind of about him and this this one other guy so oh yeah that's true it was the first kind of solo adventure in a while because like uh, captain america too uh, had like uh, Black Widow was kind of like a huge part of that, mm -hmm. and yeah, this this one other than Peggy Carter, there's barely any like references to other Marvel things. Right. right. And um, they actually did you like Hank Pym? Um, what's his name? The actor there, the, like, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is there. <laughs> I liked Michael Douglas. I just know that going into it, I wasn't gonna like Hank Pym just because I know the character. He's kind of a piece of shit. And yeah, I believe in the comics he created Ultron or something. He did like accidentally. Yeah, but he also created the um, the antithesis. Oh. <laughs> the the good AI that ends up um, the Vision. The Vision. Thank mm, you. Yes. Uh, that ends up kind of keeping that in check. So, and he's a brilliant mind, but, and that's the whole thing about his character is like, he has a brilliant mind, but a shitty personal life. Yeah. And he's, he's like an alcoholic and he beats his wife and like all of this kind of really horrible stuff, but you need him to save the world. So. Yeah. I, I like that though. Cause in, in the lighthearted, uh, Marvel movie, they still had that like dark side of yeah. him, which I did appreciate yeah. because, uh, like guardians where there are a lot of jokes there's still like kind of fucked up things in the movie where you're like whoa yeah. what yeah definitely and i like that they started the story with scott taking over you know it, the, you got the sense that hank's been doing this for a while and he just can't do it anymore and he needs to sort of pass on the the suit and it's cool that they started it there yeah 
and it uh it brings it up to speed with the rest of what's going on in the universe so and i i mean i always like uh evangeline lily anyways but she's good great as the wasp mm. i thought she's so cool yeah. and i can't wait to see both of them in a friggin avengers movie yeah. eventually that that'll be really cool that's gonna be great yeah they, they kind of hinted at that in the post credit scene yeah. they kind of tied it in a little bit yeah oh ti what did you think of ti <laughs> He was great. I wasn't expecting him as like the uh, the tech, you know. Yeah, I know. I thought he was gonna be like a alien or something. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ti the alien. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, he was great as the tech. He had the comic relief, but he still had relevance in the story. You know, he needed to communicate back every once in a while, and it wasn't too much of a distraction that he was Ti. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe to say that this movie had the most like? the most special effects of the Marvel movies? Or would you think Guardians might be there? Because I, I think this one, everything with the Ant-Man had to be a special effect in such a way that, like, I don't know, usually I get kind of sick of CGI, but this movie was, like, all about that. You kind of needed it. Yeah. It was a huge element of it. You know, as much as Guardians of the Galaxy is in space, this seemed more fantastical to yeah. me. Yeah. It's so weird, too. But, um, but yeah, almost everything had to be... You know, and as maybe a semi-built set, but everything else had to be CGI'd. And things. we've seen space so much that it's just kind of like, oh yeah, okay, it's set in space. Yeah. But now it's kind of like a "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" idea, where it's it is really fantastical. Yeah, and like the even the tra- the toy train, the way it looks when he's small, it looks crazier than most things in space, <laughs> and it's a freaking toy train that's it's- CGI, you know. But but they just do it so good. It is, yeah. Uh, did you, uh, were you put off by the ant thing? Like you said you might be with him yeah. teaming up with the ants still? Cause I, I thought that they had some pretty funny moments with the ants. It was good. It was another comic relief sort of thing where you're just kind of figuring it out with him and that, that's kind of a cool journey. But I had, I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, he has to talk to ants now. Like I just sort of accepted it going <laughs> in and I, I let it happen. But it it was, it moved the story along. It gave him more depth and, and more of an insight into his powers when he's in the suit and um, it developed him more. So it was cool. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I understand. <laughs> did you really love it? I really did. You yeah. Did. Yeah. Cause I don't know. They just played so many, like they played it perfectly with the, with the joke wise. It, it was funny. And then it also was kind of touching like the, the way that they like teamed up with him. I don't know. Mm. I, I loved it. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? What or think should we the ending? thought it was cool. You know, that I feel like they don't really kind of get rid of villains that much but they pretty much just got rid of that guy like like there's no like, it doesn't seem like one that's going to come back like loki or whoever yeah um but who knows there's always some chance that's that's true but i think you're right it's like this is like we were saying it's such a um a a separate story in itself to build up this character so that when he later joins like the rest of the the universe we sort of get where he's coming from, but there's no real crossover in this in into this story. I mean, they completed the mission, the the bad guy's gone, sort of thing. So yeah, and because it's like a, a heist, like action adventure movie, I, I felt like it kind of ended like a heist movie should. It's it's like he succeeds at his mission and he gets the like he gets the job done, but he also like does something secret for himself that yeah. he gets away with. Where yeah. It's like ah, oh, and you know, <laughs> and, and you feel like he won in the end. You're like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, what do you post credits? Anything? Yeah, uh, Nick Fury. I mean, that's kind of the typical 
post credit scene now with this universe as Nick Fury comes in with his eye patch and he's like, well, you got to join up with the team and like all that kind of stuff. So that was like, but it's cool. You know, it's kind of like indoctrination. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, this is moving forward in a good way. And yeah, so it's fun. Yeah. Okay. So on a rating of zero to four body segments, oh, I and like it. only have three, but yes. four means it's a really good anime. <laughs> What what do you rate this? I would say a two. I wasn't super duper like over the moon about it, but it was, I got to see a Marvel movie at the end of the day. Like that's exciting. Um, and just to see the universe expand in like maybe not forward, but like right or left, like there are things going on in other directions and that's pretty cool. So I would say solid two halfway. I, I gotta go three on that one. Yeah. Three. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we've been known to disagree on certain magic mics. That's very true. (laughs) And from us at the show. Uh, So we'll see you next time, maybe.